Hey guys, do you ever get to January and you're like, life is going to be different now. It's January. It just has to be, it has to look different. And I think maybe a lot of us are feeling that just because the last two years have sort of felt kind of the same and, you know, we're, we're ready for change. I think all of us are. So that's what we talked about today. We talked about some of our, well, our word of the year, why we choose January is the, is the time to do that. Um, how to move through some disagreements because sometimes Sonia and I don't always see eye to eye we're not always on the same page surprise surprise mm-hmm. and so we talked about some of the uncomfortable things that we have done to get out of that space yeah and just um, about dreaming we talked about hope for this year and how we can shift our lens so that we can start inviting in all the different things that we do want for ourselves so we don't get lost in the stories and the stuckness and just like the stickiness of the world right now so that we can really start manifesting the life that we deserve Beautiful. And uh, one of Sonia's sticky points is her, um, I would say not willingness, but it's like, it's her learning, it's her lesson to receive. And so she has some tips on how to receive. And it's beautiful. So enjoy. Enjoy. Welcome to the Health Ignited podcast with your hosts, Dr. Nick and Sonia Jensen. We are partners, parents, business partners, doctors, yoga teachers, and retreat leaders. We promise to bring you real conversations to awaken and ignite your potential to live your best life possible. Join us each week as we dive into topics varying from brain health, biohacking, hormones, and longevity, to relationships, parenting, meditation, and more. Together, creating community and building stronger foundations for the generations to come. Hey everybody, it's another year. It's 2022. We're in January and uh, we're excited about the year ahead because lots of lots of fun things happening in our lives and other people's lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, uh, and we always start the year with, with a word. But before we get into that, um, how's everything going? You had a fun day today, didn't you? did have a fun day. I had a big interview with someone today. Looking forward to sharing that with everybody. Um, so it's already feeling like it's an exciting year. Yeah. What? Why is that? Well, it just feels like there's more potential this year. I feel like we've been stuck for the last two years, or I personally have been feeling very stuck in different ways. But I don't know. I just feel like the energy is suddenly shifting in the right direction. Would you say it's unleashing? Possibly. Maybe because a woman got unleashed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who know and maybe don't know, Sonia released her book on December 4th. 7th. 7th. And, and it's been getting into the hands of different people. And it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting because Sonia is not someone who typically, um, uh, she's learning how to improve her ability to receive. And so she's been getting lots of you know love and amazing support from different people uh, from different places in the in the world, and it's so nice to to see Sonia actually just have to read it, have to see it. Uh, tell us what that's like for you, because this is this is I mean all of it's a new experience for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's been quite the ride, and I know I've shared a bit of it on here and also just on social media with um, my vulnerability hangover that I had even over the Christmas holidays. And I still feel elements of that showing up and just knowing that my words are out there and people are receiving them and really taking them to heart and receiving something that they need. And then they're sharing that back with me. I just noticing that I'm deflecting a lot. So Mm -hmm. somebody says something great about the work and I'm just 
deflecting instead of really taking that in and acknowledging that, yes, I put effort into this project and it's been so important to me to share these words and now they're just out in the world. So, I mean, you're not alone. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that, that feel like maybe they're not always open to receiving and maybe that's because we never really liked receiving constructive criticism as a kid or maybe we just never really got some a lot of positive reinforcement but why don't you talk a little bit about that because that's been a part of your your journey and it's not a bad thing it's just it's just a thing right yeah I think there's different reasons for it I think um, modesty and humility is um, celebrated so when we um, want to celebrate something that we are proud of we often will get labeled as being um, someone that has a big ego or is full of themselves and all these negative things that me, we may judge another on and then we judge ourselves. And so when we've been taught from a young age that it's really important that you are humble and that, and which I, I do think humility is really important, but I think also part of humility is receiving. And I actually heard um, Jay Shetty talk about something where um, he was taught when he was in his monk training that when somebody gives you a compliment or wishes you well, you, you receive that. But then in that instant, you can think about somebody else in your life that contributed to that attribute that you have or that work that you did. So then you're receiving it and then you're also giving some back as well. So um, I'm going to try to practice that more because I do feel like that's what's going to get me on that path to really start receiving it and really, really feeling what people are offering. And I think that's going to change what I then manifest for the new year. I love that part. Uh, I think we listened to that in the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I love that he said that because especially for someone who isn't really, you know, welcoming a whole lot of receiving into their lives and receiving can show up in many different ways. Like it's mm -hmm. not just gifts or, or compliments, but it could be like receiving health. It could be receiving, you know, um, giving yourself time, like the gift of time of like receiving self-care. It can look in so mm -hmm. many different ways, but it's so interesting to tag someone else in that experience mm -hmm. and go like, well, the reason I got here into this experience of receiving is a result of, you know, a, a teaching, or maybe you're observing your kids and seeing how they're sharing with one another. I mean, it could be, it can be so many different things, but I, it's so interesting to see sort of carry that energy, energy forward or backwards in time mm -hmm. and really appreciate maybe some of the lessons uh, in that moment. And yeah, what a, I'm so glad you brought that up. Like that, mm -hmm. that's, that's such a good practice for people. Mm -hmm. And another thing I think that happens is um, we don't often reflect on what we've done and what we've accomplished. And we just kind of move on to the next thing, especially with like the new year, new you and bringing your goals into the picture and wanting to um, manifest the things that you want for the next year. We're kind of future projecting all the time and then we don't take that time to really reflect and understand the gifts that we've received from what we've already done. And I, I do think receiving is a part of that because you can go back and recognize what we've done and what we've accomplished, what we maybe didn't finish and what needs to shift and then really receive from that space so that then we can move forward. But I think as a culture, we're always just wanting to go forward, 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 and not really pausing to reflect on that. Yeah. And I think it's definitely culturally ingrained. Like, there's this, I mean, we, Sonia had this early in our business too, when we would, you know, um, make steps forward and, and get through different accomplishments and it was never enough. Like, mm -hmm. just, and like the celebration of the moment was like, oh, well, isn't this amazing? And then it's like, well, it's not good enough. 
And, you know, I, I, we caught ourselves many times, you know, even saying, you know, if this was a year ago or two years ago, and these were the results that we were getting, we would feel, you would think that you would feel pretty excited about it. But the funny reality is that it was like, we were just kept thinking about what was, what was next, what yeah. else is there? And, you know, to your point of like sort of future projecting. Yeah. And it's the programming too, that nothing's ever enough, that there's always something more to reach for. So then we don't feel content. We don't feel okay with what we've already done and where we are right now, because there's more to accomplish. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I, I must admit, I think when I think back to those times where we really just kind of bypassed our acknowledgement of where we are, where we were, what we accomplished, um, the, the, it's funny how comparison creeps in, mm -hmm. you know, you, you mm -hmm. think about, you know, people who are accomplishing great things or helping a whole lot of people or whatever it may be. And you, but we never really appreciate again, to go to your point from before, we never appreciate their journey. What, mm -hmm. what allowed them to get to where they, they are mm -hmm. and how do we just sort of reflect and receive, you know, um, whether it be the feedback or the support or the acknowledgements, or the gratitude of the moment. And, and I think it's an opportunity really to just really get more centered within ourselves, mm -hmm. really, because these external accomplishments, though they're wonderful, um, it's not everything about who we are. And yet we often identify ourselves based on our accomplishments. Mm -hmm. And I do think this past holiday kind of forced us to pause more, which actually allowed more time for reflection. Because often even in that holiday time, and then when we're transitioning into this new year, we're not really taking that time to reflect because we're too busy being distracted and there's just so much noise around all that we're trying to do just in those short few weeks and we forget that this ritual of you know trying to invite something new we really have to look at the old and have reverence for that and have reverence for maybe even some of the shadow pieces that are kind of still coming with us into this new year so that we can then create some space to invite what we are now ready for. Yeah, and this came up, we just finished a, an amazing mastermind with a group of incredible people on the weekend. And one of the early conversations was really about, you know, this metaphor of a cup. And in order to, you know, fill your cup up, you have to release that, which you've already learned maybe, or the things the you know, the shadow pieces or some of these things from your past that you've already, you know, accomplished or are already overcome. And yet we continue to carry it with us and keep reminding ourselves of, you know, maybe the pain that we were in or like that story or those, uh, the skill set that we, that we had up until this certain point in time, we just keep taking forward. And, and so in this topic or discussion of a new year or manifesting for this new year, um, how do we sort of lighten that load from the mm -hmm. past or sort of empty that cup so we can, we can start to put new things in? Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's that in itself is a process because we carry so much of our story into the present and then into the future. And I think first is just acknowledging that and recognizing that I don't need to carry this pattern or this old belief or this story that uh, maybe wasn't giving me the gifts that I need, but then recognizing, okay, what did I receive from that and taking that lens into um, <clears throat> creating that new future? Mm -hmm. Awesome. So here we are, we're in 2022. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we don't always reference our new year based on the new year, but we tend to have our new um, word of the year anyways, mm -hmm. at this time of year, we really feel like our new year is when is your birthday, really, it's like, mm -hmm. it's like, sort of the ref refresh button or, um, but there's an, there's an energy around New Year's. And I mean, there's Chinese New Year's, there's 
I mean, there's all sorts of different years going on around the world. And it's just, you know, we're choosing, you know, collectively in our Western world, uh, the New Year's January 1st. And so there's this expectation, there's these, like, there's still an energy of change that's going on. Um, so uh, with that being said, you know, with this discussion of like receiving and all those kinds of things, what are, how do you see yourself showing up in this new year? Yeah, so I do always think that it's important to um, have an intention for the year and what you want to create or even release. So my two words are reclaim and declare. So it's reclaiming parts of myself that maybe um, I disowned or have been ashamed of or maybe left behind a little bit so that I could get ahead or do the other things and um, just kind of reclaiming parts of myself so then I can declare my true essence and what my truth is and what I want in the world and what my gifts really are. So that's kind of where my focus is going to be this year. And I don't know how that's going to manifest. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I'm just going to continuously have those words in my psyche so that when I'm making decisions or when things are showing up for me, I can just have those in my mind to, or ask myself, like, how is this choice going to help me reclaim and declare what it is that I want? Yeah, I, I love those words that you chose. And I think it's interesting just in this, you know, concept of the metaphor of this cup too. It's like, you're sort of choosing to reclaim that which is going to serve you going forward. It's not mm -hmm. that, you know, you you never remember maybe things from the past. It's not about like, well, to some degree, I guess it's dissolving your story or maybe just dissolving the attachment and reclaiming that which maybe the lesson and so that you can carry that energy of the lesson or the vibration or the feeling, what it feels like to feel that strength from going through that journey. And then, you know, declaring what that, which maybe you don't yet know. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's really cool. And yours. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you said intention. That's kind of my, mm. that's kind of my word for the year is just in, intentional. Um, and, and like in your communication and everything. Yeah. We'll get into that, Sonia. Um, <laughs> We just had a little uh, disagreement before we got on. But anyways, uh, we'll, we'll dive into what that that's all about in a moment. Mm -hmm. But what I want to say was, it, I, I find that sometimes for me that, you know, and I brought this up on the weekend, and maybe some of you listening can can relate to this. Sometimes I find that I'm a product of my environment. And so it could be that the kids, you know, I'm playing with them, and I focus on the kids. And and then I sort of lose myself in the experience and sort of shift so that I can be um, serve them in that experience. Or maybe mm -hmm. I'll do that in a group of friends and, and find that I maybe because of the people that are there, I sort of shift who I am a little bit to, to maybe it's because I feel like I'm making other pe people feel comfortable or maybe it's putting on a different role. Uh, but the idea is that the environment's determining or dictating a bit of like how I'm showing up in that experience. And so, you know, from my own past, my own history, it was common for me to try to play small, you know, be humble, have humility, like all those virtuous things that you think are really important. And in that process, in that journey, you, you lose a bit of your, your own self-expression, your own truth, that your, your ability to show up in the way that you want to in those moments. And really, like that should just be, you know, should or, or that could be in those experiences, just you as you are always. Mm -hmm. Right. And maybe you just turn up or down the energy dial, but you don't necessarily have to change who you are, how you're operating in order for other people to feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's important to know like when that started 
for ourselves too because I think this is something that's very common like when I think about our youngest son he's constantly saying how amazing he is and how he's going to win this and he's going to beat somebody on this or he's going to do this and you know like when does that shift for a child that they start to realize that they can't you know, um, talk about their gifts and express say how, themselves. or express themselves yeah. and say how amazing they are. Um, like, I'm just curious of like, when is it like a look from a parent or is it that uh, they got shamed from maybe a peer or maybe a teacher? So just kind of reflecting on when that may have shown up that told us that it's not safe to actually express mm -hmm. in that way. Yeah, uh, as you're saying that, I'm kind of thinking back to different moments in my own childhood where, you know, so I think some some of it, like there's these little themes and uh, there's some some themes of where like children are meant to be seen, not heard. That was sort of a theme. And it was something that definitely my mom had said, repeated as something that was passed down from generation to generation. And now that I'm saying that, sometimes I realize that we often compare <laughs> what our childhood was like compared to what our boys, you know, it's kind of like that story of, I had to walk 10 miles in mm -hmm. snow to get to school. Like obviously my, my parents, I don't think ever shared, you know, that sort of contrast with me in their own life, but there is, there's themes of that where it's kind of like, this is how you are technically supposed to be behaving in this experience. And yet this is how you're showing up. And I think maybe multiple little experiences like that, you know, and then really it's, I think in that moment, especially for kids, they're, they're being misunderstood. Mm -hmm. you know because they're just expressing who they are yeah I mean and our oldest constantly reminds us of that well that's this is my experience yeah yeah he's so he's so he's good at articulating that very good at articulating he, when he does that to Sonia and I we're kind of like Touché. we kind of sit back and go uh <laughs> you're you're right yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah. so intention intention intention, intention. Yeah. and you know what's funny um something that I was just doing I don't, I don't know when it started, maybe it was January 2nd or 3rd, but I started waking up and for whatever reason, I started reflecting on gratitude. And, and that was, that was part of uh, just an experience that started to come out, like gracious to be able to wake up next to this amazing woman uh, or gracious that I've got two boys that are, that are incredible and I get to teach them and help mold them and support them in their journey and, and grateful for patience, grateful for, you know, this get, getting to share and it just, I don't know where it came from, but it was just, I know gratitude practice is super important, but for whatever reason, the, the last few or that, that one morning I woke up doing that and then I just started to repeat that on a daily basis. So maybe that's part of that intention lesson for me is to mm -hmm. just, you know, it's tied to gratitude mm -hmm. and, you know, it gives us an opportunity to remember what's important. And so to get into our little disagreement beforehand, um, you know, Sonia and I uh, started to make a bit of a rule on the weekend. Mm. and we can get be kind of snappy with each other once in a while um and it's usually because you know on my end I'm not being intentional enough with what I'm speaking or maybe I'm as she pointed out today I was having a conversation in my head about something and for whatever reason she wasn't in my head listening to the dialogue I was having uh -huh. and so there was miscommunication right and so you know it was a good example of not being intentional mm -hmm. yeah well said yeah so we invite all of you to maybe just take some moments to reflect on 2021. We didn't finish the story. Oh, there was yeah. more? So, well, yeah, because when we're, we're in that disagreement, we made a promise to each other oh, that, right. that 
you know, it can be really a silly thing that we're upset about. It could be, you know, provoking each other because we want to be right or there was a miscommunication going on and we want to not take responsibility for it. Whatever it is, we just decided to try to be playful mm. instead and sort of play our way out of the rut. Um, because this one has a pretty incredible capacity for uh, stubbornness. It's like a superpower. Really if I is. do something wrong, it's like, I'm going to have to do some serious like timeout or whatever until she cools down. And, and the um, great thing I, is I usually don't have to say a word. You don't. She, mm-hmm. she doesn't. And, and me, I'm impatient. I'm like, okay, l- l- let's move on. Like, let's get, let's get out of this rut. And she, she's kind of like, well, no, I'm, I'm going to stay here I'm fine. and I'm going <laughs> to, I'm fine in my space of peace. And you're not really bothering me right now, but I'm not necessarily going to talk to you either. And so anyways, uh, what we, what mm-hmm. we got out of this weekend was, is an opportunity to be playful mm-hmm. and just poke each other and uh, in, in a more loving, playful kind of way to, to just unravel the, the discord, whatever that was, you know, that's, stickiness because mm-hmm. often when miscommunication happens it's because we're just like focused on different things like we're, we're like she was busy doing something I came and I had an agenda and like I said she wasn't in my head listening to everything that I was saying and, and it's like really frustrating that she can't read my mind sometimes yeah right? I'm working on that <laughs> I'm working on that superpower yeah, yeah. anyways so that was, maybe that's a little less yeah I think that's a whole lesson. other podcast that we could do just on that space of communication and intentional communication and how we can all work on that so that we can have more peaceful relationship within ourselves and everyone around us. Yeah. So now, and that that being said though, one more thing. Yeah. It's like, I think all of us are quick to label disagreement as something bad. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, speaking the shadow, like releasing Mm -hmm. the stuff in the cup, all this is super important to just, okay, can I be with this discomfort that I'm feeling right now? And can I get out of the way of my pride mm-hmm. to just be silly? And so it's not disagreements, arguments are totally normal and they're not bad. They're just like, what are you going to do with it? It's, mm-hmm. it's fuel for something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be fuel for the atomic bomb going off, right? It can just be fuel for change and transformation. And Yeah. And we've had conversations on the podcast before too, of like understanding each other's rhythms, right? So we did that relationship podcast. And so my rhythm at the moment is the week before my cycle. So deal with the body. Yeah. Is that kind of what Um, but then there, there can just be a little bit more of an understanding of like, oh, okay, so yeah. I just really need to be really intentional with my communication. So, so are, are you suggesting that couples have a calendar up and then? Yes. And this is week why one, not? Week two. Why not? Well, yeah. Why don't we start the journey? Like, look, yeah. we got a calendar right there. Okay. Okay. We can put a Done. little a code. Yeah. So there's homework for everyone. One, <laughs> create your intention for the year. Two, get out a calendar so that you know each other's rhythms so that you can communicate better and start dreaming together because i think what happens often is that when you feel stuck especially as we have as a culture as a society for the last couple of years that for me um, i'll speak for myself that it just felt like i couldn't dream anymore and this past weekend and just the holidays and everything just kind of shifting my lens around that has helped me um feel into that more and understand that dreaming is always possible 
yeah so more dreaming more intention and let's hear your words for the year or your phrase or your poem or whatever that may be for you but please um, share with us on social media um, make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast and send it out we're going to be bringing on great guests this year and we have a lot of different things that we want to create and share with all of you mm-hmm. and rate please reviews 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 yes. that's going to help us as well so helpful yeah lots of love and we'll see you in the next one we hope you enjoyed this episode of the health ignited podcast be sure to download subscribe and share as we build this conscious community together You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and our website, drsjensen.com. Please note all information on this podcast is not and should not be taken as medical advice. Please see a healthcare professional to receive the care needed. Thank you for sharing this time with us, igniting your health freedom. And welcome to the tribe.